Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the BizCast. I'm Shannon King. Earlier this week, I talked to Alec Skolnick, founder and president of Liquid Piston, located in Bloomfield. I talked to Alec about the company's recent Small Business Innovation Award from the U.S. Army for their X-Engine. The X-Engine technology was designed to be small, compact, but still powerful enough to be used in a plane or as a generator, and is also being explored for other military uses. As always, please rate, review, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And with that, here's my conversation with Alec. Alec, to start, I, tell me about Liquid Piston. Um, how long the company has been around, how many employees you have, and lastly, what do you make? Uh, so Liquid Piston's been around for almost 10 years. We are a R&D company, kind of a, a startup, and we are introducing a new type of rotor diesel combustion engine. It's much more powerful than the engines we have today. We're about 10 times more, more power dense than a comparable diesel engine and about 30% more fuel efficient. So my question, when I was doing a lot of research um, on this technology and your company, is this a new kind of technology? Is this patented just to you in Liquid Piston? Um, like, give me a landscape of technology in engines. Yeah, sure. So the, the combustion engine's been around for a, a long time, right? Uh, it's, it's well over 100 years old, and it, it really hasn't fundamentally changed in, in that period. So my, my father and I started the company uh, over a decade ago now. And my, my dad's a physicist. Uh, my background's in computer science and math. We kind of came at it from outside of the traditional field uh, of engines. So we, we really started with the thermodynamics, with you know the physics of how an engine operates. The thing is, if you look at your, your car engine, for example, it only converts about 15 to 17% of the energy and fuel into useful work. The rest of that energy is wasted as heat that comes out of your tailpipe or out of the radiator. And so we're, we're just leaving a lot on the table. Um, so we, we approach this problem by optimizing the thermodynamic cycle. And when we re- rethink the cycle, we have to kind of rethink everything we know about the engine. We spend a lot of time uh, addressing that, figuring out what is the right way to operate on this, on this more optimized, uh, more fuel-efficient thermodynamic cycle. And we ended up converging on a new kind of rotary engine. So it's a very simple device. It has just two moving parts, just a rotor and a shaft, but yet it behaves like a three-cylinder piston engine. And it's it's able to embody this this new cycle. So we have a pretty extensive patent portfolio on this. Uh, We have around 64 patents now. I think about 42 or 43 of those have issued and the rest are pending. So uh, that's really... What we do is we, we are a technology company developing the, this new engine platform, and we're, we're looking to we're, we're looking to supply low volumes of engines for specific markets. So we are first targeting the the DoD and also the aerospace uh, applications, things like UAV engines, for example, where power to weight is really critical, and uh, as well as efficiency. And then we're looking to license the technology for higher volume applications like cars and everything else that you might use engines for. Yeah, that was my next question was, is this technology, why is it not being used? Because that sounds, I, I don't know how expensive it is or um, 
how technical it is uh, or how, you know, how many more materials it takes to create this specific engine and also to mass produce it for, like you said, cars and other machines like that. So is it that the technology is so new or so niche that it's going to take time to mass produce or is it just the the car companies haven't or don't want to uh, use this kind of technology yet? The, the car companies traditionally have been very conservative and quite slow moving to, to embrace new technologies. It's not an easy thing to introduce a new engine for a high volume application like, like a car. It would take a few hundred million dollars to introduce a new engine. And that, that is typical. And, and that's what it costs to introduce a new piston engine, which has, you know, pretty low uh, technical risk. Here, we, we, we've really started from the beginning, right, with a, with a brand new architecture, brand new kind of engine. Everything has to get proven out before it will really make the transition into something like a car. We, we made a, a choice a long time ago, really, not to pursue the automotive market as a first market. That'll come with time. And instead, we're focusing on applications where they really have no good solutions today and uh in in aerospace and the dod that you know where they they need to run everything on uh jp8 or heavy fuels you really you can't run a gasoline engine in those environments it's not safe and it doesn't work on on those fuels um so they're stuck running diesel engines and diesel engines are, are really big and heavy and that's that's very limiting in those applications so uh, for us, I, I think as a startup, it's actually a good thing to start with a low volume uh, application, which is much less price sensitive. Um, you know, it, it's tolerant of higher prices in, in those volumes. And then we can build up uh, volumes as we get proven out into into these early markets. Yeah, absolutely. So from there, can you tell me about the X engine that was recently awarded to Liquid Piston by the U.S. Army? So I'm not going to pretend that I'm an engineer, but can you walk us through um, the development process of this engine? Where did the idea come from? I saw a video online of the different trials that you used to create this engine. You used it or tested it in a go-kart. You tested it in a a small uh, little airplane that you flew around a field. Uh, It was really cool to watch. So walk me through the process of its development. That's exactly right. Um, so we, we, you know, we, we started uh, our, our first demonstration outside of our lab was in a little go kart that we had in our building. So uh, we took a forty pound gasoline engine off the go kart and we replaced it with our little engine that weighs about four and a half pounds at the at the core. And so that that makes a fun little demo, and people can immediately see and understand what we what we do. Right, more more efficient, more more powerful, uh, small engines. Um, we've also had great opportunities to work with the Department of Defense. We've been awarded contracts with uh, DARPA, that's the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, uh, and, and also a, a number of contracts now with, with the Army. So what, what we've announced over the last few months has been um, some, some small business innovation research grants that, uh, that have been awarded through the Army. One of those is, uh, is is a result of a competition that the Army put on. And basically, this was an open competition called the X-Tech Search. And the Army is just looking for new technologies that, that could be of, of use to the Army. So they had over 700 submissions uh, of new technology ideas. And you know we were one of the top 12 finalists in, in the competition. Uh, and that led 
to this uh, Phase 1 SBAR award. And for that competition, we, we flew the engine on a 55-pound UAV. And the really cool thing in there is that we're, we're running on jet fuel, which is the, the fuel that the, the DOD operates on. And it was a hybrid electric configuration. So a lot of people ask me about, you know, how, how, how does electrification, uh, how, uh, everybody wants to go electric, right? How does that factor in here? Uh, we actually view our technology as complementary to the electrification of vehicles. And the, the UAV is a great example where we have our small engine coupled directly with the motor and and that is on the same shaft with the propeller. And we can actually switch. We can turn the engine off and we can continue running with the propeller uh, purely electrically. So you, you get kind of a, a silent or a, a quiet cruise mode. And then you can turn the engine back on using heavy fuel and resume operation and, and, and you know, come back and then land uh, safely. So that, that, that's a really cool thing that we've demonstrated that, to my knowledge, uh, actually n- nobody else has fielded such a thing. Yeah, I saw that in the video as well. I thought that was so cool how you could switch over and it got really nice and quiet. And um, But but the plane didn't cre- in decrease in speed or anything like that. And then you were able to switch back um, to the other engine and continue to fly. I mean, can you can you tell me, you know, how that engine is going to be used? Obviously, don't give away any <laughs> any Department of Defense secrets, but um, how how will this engine be applied, um, and in what kinds of um, I'm guessing planes or any other type of vehicle? Um, can, can you speak to that at all? Yeah. Um, so, kind of the the two areas that we are focusing on initially. Uh, one is mobile electric power generation. So anywhere that you need electricity, um, if you have fuel, we can we can use our engine platform to generate electricity. And uh, for for the Department of Defense, especially, you know that they're always moving equipment around and setting up base camp somewhere, and then taking a vehicle and and they need power in everything they do, everywhere they go. You know, power is really fundamental. Uh, for, for all these new weapon systems that they're developing, you know, th- th- they need power. So we, we actually had a contract with uh, the, the Code Artillery Group in the Army and developed a, a small genset uh, that, that powers the control system for the howitzer. And, you know, this is a technology that is decades old, but they, they need more mobile power solutions uh, for, for their systems. And so our genset was something like five times uh, smaller than lighter than what they what they currently have fielded, so we we developed that uh, that prototype for them. The, the second uh, kind of direction for us with within the DoD is for uh, things that fly, <laughs> so uh, UAVs. And recently we were uh, we were also uh, awarded uh, something with, with with the Air Force. So um, UAVs and and, and uh, aircraft that that need either primary power for for flight or auxiliary power um, for, for you know, taking things that, that are not doing propulsion for the aircraft. Um, so cabin power, for example. Uh, th- these are all areas that are very sensitive to power to weight and, uh, and, and need to run on, on heavy fuel like jet fuel. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't even think about uh, using that as a generator, um, depending on where the military is in the world, if uh, electricity is scarce or anything like that, you know, having that engine to create that energy to not be so reliant on the, you know, local infrastructure. Yeah, that's absolutely key. So I have a totally different question, totally different direction. So how has your company been since the beginning of the pandemic? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> so um, things with the DOD have uh, continued with, you know, b- business development has slowed down uh, w- remarkably during this time, right? A- every conference has been canceled for the last year. Uh, all, all of our in- in-person meetings have been canceled. So our, our business development efforts have uh, slowed, but the, the interest from folks that, that we've already had relationships with and uh, and with the DOD, you know, that, that has kind of accelerated. So we, we've done, you know, we, we've done fine uh, in the pandemic, but um, we're, we're kind of approaching the last gate here of development. Um, we're really kind of buckling down in, in, in this phase and, uh, and, and working towards a, a first real commercial product that, that we can launch and, and sell so you know it's 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 okay for us in in that sense because we're, we're not actively really pushing the technology too hard to, you know to, to things like conferences right now um we'll, we'll we, we, we kind of need this time to focus on, on the technology development. Absolutely. I mean, you've had that time, um, it, you know, b- when business is slow, that's not always a good thing, but that does give you more time to work on the technology and tinker the, with those types of things so that when business does ramp up, y- you're ready to go. You're ahead of the curve. You said that you've been in business for almost 10 years or just just about 10 years? Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been over 10 years <laughs> How has it been doing business in Connecticut? You know, there's a, a really good base of manufacturing uh, talent here. There's a good base of engineers and uh, a lot of aerospace uh, and, and, and some defense. So um, it's it, the, the infrastructure for, for doing this type of, of work is, 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 is pretty good. Um, we're not exactly the, the mecca of engine development. And, um, you know, again, that, that, that's kind of a double-edged uh, thing. Um, I, I, I kind of started out by, by mentioning that my father and I, we, we came at this from a completely different angle, right, from, from way outside of the field. So it, it, it may be okay that some of our um, local resources here are not so much combustion engine-oriented, uh, but that there's still a lot of resources that we can tap into locally that, that, that are really synergistic with, with what we do. So fingers crossed um, or knock on wood, what is your outlook for the business in 2021? Well, I'm really excited about the work that, that we're doing. Um, you know, things are obviously accelerating with, uh, with our initial customers uh, in the DOD and within aerospace. So um, we're, we're really looking forward to kind of making our, our first product launch and, um, and we'll, we'll have some, some, uh, we're, we're expecting to have some, some pretty big announcements that are going to come later, later this year. So it's, it's going to be a good year for us, I think. 
Okay, awesome. So I'm I'm gonna have to call you back then for to to, um, to break these new developments. That's good. I always like to hear that. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alec, for talking with me. This is some really cool stuff. I mean, congratulations. I haven't said that yet. Congratulations on this, and uh, we can't wait to see what else is in store for 2021 for Liquid Piston. Appreciate uh, being here, and uh, yeah, thank you very much. For the latest Connecticut business news, events, and resources, visit cbia.com. Follow us on Twitter at CBIA News and on LinkedIn and Facebook. Call us anytime at 860-244-1900. Stay safe out there.